0: A Japanese Dream in 79 Letters. An Epistolary Novel by Martin Glimmon. This is episode 14 out of 14. The text will be read by a machine. Therefore you may notice some mispronunciation, from time to time, especially when foreign languages are involved, like French, German, Dutch, and so on. And there is another item I want to bring to your attention. Because the letters were written by a Japanese native speaker and were given to me, to publish them as they are, it may occur that you will hear some semantic or idiomatic errors. However, the text can be understood easily and you will not be disappointed about that, I guess. 72nd Letter, January 16, 1977. Dear Hubert, thank you very much for your lovely picture postcard. I remembered. Are eating the ice cream around there, didn't we? My exams will be held in February 1st and 16th. I shall pry too, Nara and Tokyo. Some days ago, I was so nervous that my stomach went wrong, and last Tuesday, I had fever, 38.3 degrees Celsius. All I wish now is that these depressing exams would be over, as soon as possible. My sister-in-law, laid, a boy, in December, but I'll never want to see, either of them. At the end of last year, a relative of ours, offered me an arranged marriage, and I applied for it, but was refused. The reason of their refusal, is, that I'm too, intellectual. The man concerned, is a future judge, aged 25. They refused me, even without seeing me. Today, I heard on the radio, that nice song, Tango de More, in French by Vicky Something. The world is now treating me not so nicely, but I'm looking forward, to spring, to come, then I'll have my hair cut, and probably, I'll make a little trip. Namiko. 73rd letter. Tokyo, February 16, 1977. Dear Hubert, this is from Tokyo. I'm writing to you now, in a post office. In the university this morning I had an exam in French now it's lunch time this afternoon I'm going to sit for the exam in English literature and linguistics and tonight I'm going home if I can buy a train ticket for a reserved seat yesterday on my way to Tokyo there happened an accident some bloody rascal informed the authority of his having installed an explosive stuff somewhere on the rails. Then, they went out, for searching the explosive, over a distance of 8 km. During their search, which lasted nearly 2 hours, I was suspended, in a stopped train. Because of that, this train was delayed, in arriving in Tokyo, while, normally, it takes only 3 hours. But after all, no explosive was found, out there, and it turned out, that, That, telephone call, was a mere threat, and a wicked mischief. When I first heard the announcement, I could not help, but laugh. But soon after, that I came to wonder, what would become of the passengers, if there were really an explosive. But most of the people, didn't seem to mind, they seemed to believe, such a thing was impossible. But some of the passengers got angry, saying, it's not something to laugh about when the conductor made the announcement, half laughing himself. The district of the university, has a kind of university atmosphere, but it's not so attractive to me. Utrecht is by far better. I wanted to send you a picture postcard, but I couldn't get it easily. So excuse me. With best wishes, Namiko. 74th letter. March 4, 1977. Dear Hubert, thank you very much for your letter. Since I didn't hear from you for quite a long time, I imagined you were depressed, and your last letter proved that I was right. By now, I hope you are much less depressed, but if you still are, cheer yourself up, please. I cannot bear to imagine you getting so depressed and sad in this cold season. As for my exams, I'm glad to tell you that I succeeded in one, and that is, Nara Women's University. As to Tokyo University, I was successful in the first step of exams, but the result of the final exam, will be known, only tomorrow. I thought, of informing you of the results, after everything is settled. But reading your letter today, I could not help, taking a pen, immediately, to write to you. Anyway, I'll post this letter tomorrow after knowing the final result of Tokyo University. So far, I've been to Tokyo, three times, in the last month. This winter, it's reported, that it is unusually cold, and it snowed a lot. In Kyoto, there wasn't much snow, but for a few days, in February, the tap water was frozen, in my house, too. When I was in Tokyo, for the third time, I saw on TV, a, fashing seen in Germany, and I remembered, you, once saying, that, during carnival, people are allowed, to do, whatever they like. Recently, it is much less often, that I get depressed. Instead of being depressed, however, I'm inclined, to feel a tremendous sense of mental fatigue. Seeing the elderly people, I sometimes wonder, how they could live for such a long time. One solution may be, to think less, or nothing of anything, for the more, I think, the more, this mental fatigue increases. But after all, it's impossible for me, not to think. Nor, do I wish, to rely, once again, on that American psychiatrist of something, Dale, Carr, Nay, I think, one of the remedies, against depression, is, that you get calm, and relaxed enough, to play with depression instead of trying, desperately, to escape from it. This couldn't be called a remedy, but there is no absolute, or direct remedy for it. Maybe, you can dodge it, though, not escape from it, to some extent, I hope. When my mental fatigue oppresses me too much, I still think of suicide. But at the moment, there's no definite motivation. If you can't be interested in your study, I think, you could quit your university, altogether, but, I still think it better for you, to stay there, at least, until you get your first degree, you've been already halfway through it, lastly, about my marriage, the man, whom, I told you that, I might see, said, that he has no intention to marry now, it was only his mother, who made a fuss, and made a fool of me, it's really funny, and ridiculous, That man is already thirty, but he had a bad impression, from his first partner of his arranged marriage, and since then, he is said, to have been hurt in his feelings. What an adult child he is. He is a scholar. So far, I was offered four arranged marriages, in the last several months. One of them, agreed to have an interview with me, which I refused. One of them, refused to see me, from the beginning and the rest of the remaining two, had no intention to marry, at the moment. Maybe, being a student again, I won't marry, for the next two years. I, sometimes, feel it very nice, to be single, and free, then, I can do, whatever pleases me. Japanese men are too conservative, and when I get my Master of Arts degree, the number of the men, who dare to marry me, will be reduced. To a large extent. Poor Japanese boys. March 5, 1977. I failed in Tokyo University in the final exam, but I'm not shocked. 4. Tokyo is the worst city in the world that I've ever seen. I am glad that everything is over now concerning my entrance exams. I hope you will be alright as the spring approaches. And I also hope to hear from you soon. Namiko. 75th Letter. March 18, 1977. Dear Hubert, thank you very much for your letter and for your hearty congratulations on my success in the exam. I owe a deep gratitude to you concerning this good result, for I was encouraged a lot by your encouragements so far. Maybe the university life will be a little bit boring because. There are no boys, except teachers, mostly old men, I'm afraid. But since the school is rather calmly located, it will do me good. The opening ceremony will take place on April, the 8th. If everything goes all right, I shall graduate from here, after two years. It takes about one hour and a half to go from my house to the university. Ironically, shortly after I knew the result, the happy feeling was gone. While I was preparing, I wished, everything would be over, as soon as possible. But, when it was over, I was not very happy. There are very few things, which really attract me in life. Anyway, something is better, than nothing, do you agree with me? When I went to see a doctor, the other day, he told me, that there is a medicine, that cures mask depression. But, unfortunately. He did not have diagnosed me, as having a masked depression. So, he didn't give me that medicine. Are you going to have some holidays, in March, or April? Have you already planned your summer vacation? I hope, you will not be depressed again, till next November. Goodbye, Namiko. 76th letter. April 1, 1977. Dear Hubert, thank you very much for your letter. It was very interesting. It's more than six months, already, since I left you. I'm missing Holland very much, now, because I'm writing a record of that summer's lovely memories. I've already wrote about 160 pages. I'm now in Switzerland again. This process of recording, forces me, to recollect everything, in detail, what happened, then. It is so well written, that... Sometimes, it gives me a pain, overwhelmed by them, by the past, and the reality, that it is over, absolutely, it is being a piece of picture, forgotten. During the last several months, when I was busy, in the preparatory studies, for the exams, your existence, seemed to me, rather remote. But now, you reviving to my life, again, with such vividness. But, what I wrote about you, is the, you. Of half a year ago, the, you, of the past, and I would not be surprised, if you are changed, in some ways, since then. But, I want to finish this work, as soon as possible, I may write 100 pages more. The reason, or the motivation, is, that, I want to make it a proof of my youth, and that it will be useful, for the better understanding, of me by others, after I die, quite early, abruptly. Without remaining a will. So, I want to keep the writing to myself, as long as I am alive, but when there is a chance, I would feel like showing it to a person who could really appreciate it. It is written in Japanese, and there is not a single sentence that would hurt your honor. I'm still very much obsessed by the idea of love and marriage. I understand, theoretically, very much that a marriage a little later, is better, than a too early marriage. But, I seriously fear, that it could be too late, and I could miss a chance, forever. The other day, an uncle of mine, visited us. When I told him, my view of a future husband, that is, a lifelong accessory of my life, he got very angry, and said, as long, as you maintain that view, it is better, not to marry but i stated that because i thought that any couple being married during a long time would be something like a dirty unmoving water like that of a canal and if a marriage works well the existence of the other partner will not value more than an air invisible but essential to life maybe it's useless to think about the matter too seriously if in the future I can be, financially, independent, and then, I can find a person, whom I like, I might choose the way, to live together, without marrying, and to be separated, when the love is over. At the moment, I have no such person. I've never touched any man, since we parted. In spite of my obsession, it's not, altogether, true, that I'm desiring a sexual partner, now. I just want a man with whom i could i enjoy the conversation and from whose world i could get something meaningful to my life but unfortunately it seems that not many men believe in the possibility of friendship between two sexes at least in japan that uncle of mine i mentioned earlier is somehow typical of an average japanese man he said that many husbands don't want their wives to be disputatious. When coming home from work, tired, they just want their wives to be obedient, and serve for them. They, also seem to regard their wives, as a machine, to breed, and raise their children. Apart from those obsessions, I think, I can enjoy, being single. But, at the moment, there is one trouble, and that is, the question of me, leaving home, or not, now. In the long perspective, it's better to leave now, but I came to a conclusion that I won't, mainly for the financial reason. But I'm scolding myself for this timidity, for this hesitation. I might hesitate forever on this question to leave or not to leave home. But as I'm not independent yet, I think I shall stay home for the time being. There are many things to be solved if I leave it now. But there will arise lots of other troubles. But, I still don't forgive myself, for this hesitation. I, sometimes, compare this season of this year, with that of the last year, with a lot of pain and sentimentality. You are lucky, because you are a native of Europe, and your spring will be sweet, and what is better, your summer will be sweeter, while my spring increases my frustration, and the heat of my summer to come will wither me. I have no plan for the next summer vacation, before, I must adapt myself to a new environment, that is, school. I hope, you'll enjoy your Easter holidays, and then will be successful, in the following exams. Yours, Namiko, 77th letter. Rokko, April 28, 1977. Dear Hubert, Thank you very much for your letter from Arkan. This letter is from the Rokko mountain. Not the Rocky Mountains, unfortunately, which is located near Kobe. As a matter of fact, I ran away from home, seeking rest and quietness. I'm going to stay at his hotel for four days. It's a quarter to nine in the evening, and it is very quiet. Nara, where my university is, is rather calm, generally, but it's a bit depressing. Both in class and in campus, the girls. I see, look like the, gentle sheep. Me, a crazy étranger. I'm very much disappointed, by this university. My fellow students, counting only five, are mostly dull and stupid. Teachers, well, their spoken English, is terrible. The building, it's lovely. We have even a special room for graduate students. Each student is given a good desk and chair, locker, and a lamp. We can make coffee or tea in this room, as well. A professor came to our university, from Wales, Britain, this spring. He is 40, single. He teaches English, and literature. I take one of his lectures, though, it's not for the graduate students. His English is clear, and he's quite alright. But he still seems to be a little nervous, because he only came here, at the beginning of April, and obviously is not, yet, used to the Japanese way of life. One of the teachers has a humpback. It's painful, to see him. Nevertheless, I took his lecture, because he's said, to be very, very clever. The other day, I was introduced to a Canadian girl, who is studying in this university. She's interested in the Japanese women writers. Though, it's only less than three years. Since she started studying Japanese, her Japanese is quite good. Besides, she's very pretty and clever. She may be of the same age as me. On May the 19th, I shall be a temporary interpreter for an American old lady who will visit our university, accompanying her husband, a scientist, who is going to make a speech here. I'll show her around the city with one of my fellow students. Generally, I don't like old ladies. But I accepted this job, because it will give me a good experience. I go to school, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm quite busy. Apart from the preparations for the lectures, I must read many books for the Master of Arts thesis. And three times a week, I tutor the pupils at home, at night. The only advantage, of being busy, is to be prevented from thinking too much. But still, I am very nervous, because I'm not used to this university life, yet. Though, very tired, I can't, sometimes, go to sleep easily, because the stimulus, I receive in a single day, is so great, that it whirls, and whirls in my head, at night. At home, the condition is terrible. I haven't spoken with my parents, nearly for three weeks. Except, when the necessity impels me. When I left home, this afternoon, my mother burst into tears. I'm really very lonely and solitary, both, at home, and in the university. I could talk with the fellow students, but the conversation flows only superficially. I'm making a very strong fence around myself, and, whenever somebody touches it, I feel a great pain. You are one of the few who entered through this fence. I'm madly longing for Europe, every day. It may be, because the summer season is approaching. I feel, as if I would be killed, by the pressures of the memory. I forbid myself, to envy others, and to say, that I'm deserted by the world. It's me, who deserted the world. Comparing this year with the last year, I would not say, that I was happier then, than I'm now but it could be said, that I was happier, at least, in the sense, that I could have a dream, I could always hear your, ever sweet, writing voice. Are you alright, recently, by the way? I maybe already are, ghost, for you, may I not? Couldn't you sometimes give me a couple of sweet words? I'm not strong enough, I'm still lost, and struggling, in my solitary world. Yours, Namiko. 78th letter. May 11, 1977. Dear Hubert, thank you ever so much for your kind letter. It was really a bliss to me, and it cheered me up much, for, I had been at the worst. But, unfortunately, I must tell you, that I don't feel much better, yet, I'm going downhill. It is really, recently, that I feel, how absolutely right you were, this character won't change for life. I thought, I changed, as far, as the suicide is concerned, but it wasn't right. For, nearly two weeks, the idea of suicide doesn't leave my mind, day and night, day after day. Everything seems meaningless, and when I am too weak, like this, I have no strength, to shake off such a feeling of emptiness. Everything, and everyone looks terrible, and impersonal, it's like the hell, or worse than that. I'm now under an obsession, of cutting my wrist with a knife, but I can't. If I had that kind of courage, I would have done it, much earlier. And you were, also, right, too, in saying, once, that this period of wandering, or explosion, in the earlier part of the twenties, won't be over, so soon. I wonder, how you could have such a damn right insight. When you first said that, I didn't believe you much, but now, I think it's true, I'm still, awfully, unsettled, mentally, and, it may last for life, too, I could never get grown up. You say, I must make compromises, but, what then, if I refuse to do it? To refuse to do this, means, to refuse to live, right? But, I want to live, according to my likings, and dislikes, and if I go on, like this, the society won't accept me. As I'm too idealistic, and ambitious, and expect more, than what life could give, it's always intensely painful, to live. Sometimes, I can't forgive, the very existence of other people, around me. Maybe, as long as I have such a view of life, it deserves me right. I wonder, how I could get out of this terrible dilemma. I can't deceive myself. Any longer. I'm fiercely angry with life. And what is worse, I'm beginning to hate Japan, terribly, again, I wish, I could escape from it. Here, I feel, as if I were a foreigner, for the way of living, and the way of thinking here, infuriates me. Even, if I managed to earn my own living, a few years from now, I couldn't live, such a hard life, alone. Marriage, this may be one solution but I'm too pessimistic, of finding a person, whom I could tolerate, to live together with. As, what I'll be, in the end of this life, I can't imagine myself, but totally alone, no parents, no brother, no friend, no health, no wealth. What a fate it is, having lived, with pain, after pain. You once said, that, if we're busy, we don't think much about this sort of thing but, it isn't true of me. For, I'm quite busy, these days, and still, I think and think, in just the same way, as I used to do. Maybe, I could distract myself, in one way, or other, someday, later on. I hope so. Otherwise, it's too much. It's beyond me. Will you, please, write to me back, a little more frequently? during this terrible period of mine, as far, as it doesn't disturb your study? What I need, now, is the mental support of any kind. And will you, also, please, accept my little request? Promise me to see me, whenever I go to Europe, next time, whenever it may be, or whatever you'll be doing then. If you would willingly say yes, it will be a constant consolation for me. I'm awfully sorry to write such a gloomy letter, as this, and to be very selfish, when I'm too weak. Last, but not least, I wish you good luck in your exams, and I hope, you'll have a nice summer vacation. Namiko. P.S. The picture postcard of Fuji saying, it's late autumn. 79th letter. June 9, 1977. Dear Hubert, I must tell you, that this letter is absolutely going to be the last letter to you. I want to start a new life. By the, new life, I don't mean to commit suicide. To do this, I came to a conclusion, that I must terminate any relation with you, and get rid of all the memories, concerning you. I have absolutely decided to stop writing to you, and to refuse any further contact with you, in Europe. This letter may seem quite sudden in your eyes, but I thought over this matter, again and again, and came to this conclusion. I think that both of us, have now come to a new turn of life. I believe, you can go your own way, according to your own judgments. Two weeks ago, I met a man, a Japanese, and fell in love with him. Unless there arise any troubles, I want to marry him in the near future. That means within several months. I do hope, you will accept this declaration of mine, good-naturedly. Still, please, do not forget my gratitude to you for the experiences, I got from you. I really wish you happiness and good luck. Goodbye forever. Namiko. P.S. Please do not write to me anymore. This was the 14th episode of the epistolary novel. A Japanese Dream in 79 Letters by Martin Glimmon. The text was read to you by a machine and therefore some mispronunciation may have occurred here and there. And as I mentioned earlier, in the intro, it also may have happened, that there were some errors in the construction of sentences, or some imperfection in the use of the correct vocabulary. I hope, it did not disturb you too much. Thank you for listening and goodbye.